0: Welcome back to another episode of Hey Alexa. Today I have Carol, Carolyn Holke. She is a Drink Less, Live More life coach. She has a program to help women, and I'm really excited to talk to her about her journey and how she came to where she is today. Hi, Carolyn. How are you? Hi, Alexa. I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Um, so tell us, tell us a little bit about you and like kind of just how you got to be where you are today.
1: Yeah, definitely. Okay, I'll go back and I'll kind of start from the beginning. So I was raised in a drinking family. Like I don't have a single memory of social ev- events without without drinking involved basically. My parents were young, they had a great group of friends and they partied. And it's not like let me just say like this this isn't like a bad story at all. It's like they they loved us. There was never anything traumatic. Um but quite the contrary. It was like they had fun alcohol was always involved. And so in my brain, it was like drinking is fun. Right. And I think that Mm -hmm. that's pretty common actually. So I was always a social drinker. I never drink in the morning. I mean, unless I never drink alone in the morning. So like (laughs) brunches and day drinking don't count. Right. Of course. Right. (laughs) So I drink like everybody else and, you know, through graduate school, through getting married, when the kids were young, like all that, all that kind of stuff until, until one day like I realized something was quite off. Like I used to be, we all used to be kind of on the same schedule. And then one night I realized that something had shifted. Like I noticed that a girlfriend of mine was kind of nursing her glass of wine while I was, you know, pouring myself and for everybody else. Right. And I think there was a reason that I noticed that. And so Mm -hmm. there was just like kind of increasing awareness. And I started to kind of wonder why that was, bothering me? Why did that jump out at me? Why would, you know, whatever. Um, so I think that that was kind of the first little nudge like, Hey, look mm-hmm. over here. There's something yeah. this. like I knew I wasn't an alcoholic. My brother was an alcoholic. I knew what that looked like, but I did go ahead and I like took the quiz online and I wasn't. So technically I didn't have a problem. And so I was kind of stuck in this middle land of, okay, I don't have a problem, but I think this is causing problems for me. Like I'm not loving how I'm waking up groggy in the morning or even in the middle of the night. Yeah. And so I was kind of stuck in this no man's land. Right. So I started implementing rules like only treat two drinks a night, only drinking on the weekends, no hard alcohol, whatever it is. And I think this is very typical of what I've seen of a lot of people. Um, But what I found was that my powers of rationalization were stronger than my willpower. (laughs) And um, so, and again, I think that that's very typical, right? Yeah. So then I started listening to some podcasts. I started reading some books, like really increasing awareness of what other people were doing, what was going on, like Mm -hmm. what was happening. I really studied this. And, um, And then I came across a coach and her message was, how to stop over drinking, and I was like, ding, 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 that's it. Like, that's what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> this is perfect. Um, and really, what I discovered is that my desire for alcohol was learned, so my brain learned that, and mm-hmm. our brains do that from basically for survival. If you yeah. think about it, like our ancestors learned where that the red berries tasted better than the unripened ones. And it like remembered where to find that bush kind of thing. So same idea.
0: Yeah. And they say it has a memory too.
1: Right. Right. Totally. Totally. So the brain that learned it can also unlearn it right. With the right tools. So at first for me, the the shifts were very subtle. So I started off with, um, basically planning out my drinks and, and it's different from the rules because I was doing it 24 hours in advance. And so, and by doing that, I'm utilizing my prefrontal cortex, which is the human part of the brain. That's where our hopes and dreams are. This is like the executive <laughs> part. It's planning things out, right? Yeah. Um, and let me tell you, your executive brain doesn't typically write down a bottle of wine for the next day. Normally it's like two, you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, there are exceptions and I did that for sure. Like I, we used to have this Mardi Gras party and I, I remember writing down eight drinks for the Mardi Gras party, like, <laughs> but it's like an all day thing. Right. Um, but one of the differences, two differences for me, and that was using my prefrontal cortex. So it's like thinking it's got my best interests at heart. So not succumbing to the urge in the moment, which is what your primitive brain is doing. Yeah. So that was one thing. And the other thing for me was that, um, the, the whole point of doing the drink plan was so that I could regain trust in myself mm-hmm. and it might sound like a lot of puffery or something, but I can tell you for me, that was so important. It's like, okay, I've just finished my two glasses of wine. I could have another one. The bottle's open. Da da da. da. No, but I really want to be a woman who has her own back that keeps her word to herself like that's yeah that was super motivating for me and so so I did that for a while and really got my sea legs and that was you know I would say nobody really noticed other than me and my husband honestly
0: yeah
1: um and then I started to see this as more of like a secret weapon like when I go out I am actually having more fun <laughs> 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 it's like, oh my God, who knew? Right, like, <laughs> right. Um, and then I so that was a while. I mean, it's not like a switch went off. That was a while. And then I started kind of testing the waters with being more public about it. And I did it under the the guise of um, like being a good traveler because I used to travel a lot for my old job. And you know, I'd read somewhere that alcohol basically extends the amount of time the body needs to adjust to a new time zone. And I, what, what is it? I hated jet lag more than I liked wine, I guess. <laughs> so, so that was pretty easy to implement. Like, I don't know if that's true or not. I, I know that I did feel better when I got off the plane. Um, and I also kind of loved it when people would say, Oh God, I could never do that. I could never like not drink on the plane or something. And, I, and the rebel in me was like, Oh, okay. Well, that's cool, right? <laughs> um, so it kind of uh, helped me dig into that or something. But anyway, I had positive experiences, and I started racking these up for myself. And you know, these little shifts happened over and over and over. And then like one day it just kind of clicked. And and as I said, it's not like one day I went out and ran a marathon. It was a bunch of little steps. It was establishing right. myself trust. It was like kind of unwinding that desire and opening up to life life is pretty great when i don't feel t- like groggy or yeah. like i'm driving with the emergency brake on kind of thing with myself so it's been fantastic for me there've been a number of things that i've learned about myself on this journey um being nice to myself isn't just fluff like- yeah <laughs> It is, it is. And there's so many studies that show that, um, I think in our society, the, we are inclined to believe that we need to be mean to ourselves and have this kind of drill sergeant savage attitude about, you know, go, 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 and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. But actually that didn't work for me at all. I needed to learn how to be nice to myself and want to take care of myself. And that was so much more effective. Um, so that's one thing having belief in myself. Mm-hmm. That was so that really helped <laughs> me. And from like a logical standpoint, I'm a, I've got a very analytical brain. So the idea of belief and da 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 sounded. I, I I couldn't get my hands around that at first until I realized it's very logical actually because mm-hmm. if I believe that that is possible, I will continue to get up every time I kind of stumble. Yeah, for sure. And then it's just a matter of time, right? Like it's just a matter of you know. There's so many quotes of fall down seven times, get up eight, da, 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 whatever it is. So yeah, that's kind of where that belief thing came in. And then um, the idea that big results are basically an accumulation of small steps,
0: because it can be hard to like just give up something or to not do what you're so used to doing all the time.
1: Oh yeah, because like. like yeah. It's an identity shift.
0: I never really thought about it that way too. It is like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you're used to it or when you've done it for so long, it becomes like, a habit or whatever totally. it might be. Totally. So where are you today?
1: So today I drink exactly what I want. Uh, when I want, I have a hundred percent confidence that I'm not going to be over-served. Um, you know, that's, that's like, a big phrase that I don't know. <laughs> that I hear a lot like, Oh, I was overserved last night. Um, and or I you know, over-served
0: myself really.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah. But it's easier to say, Oh, it just happened? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I found this work to be so transformative for myself that I've decided, you know, i I actually have become a coach. I work with women now to help them change their relationships with alcohol. And I can say that I think it's so crazy amazing that I get to share this work with other people. Yeah. I feel like it is such an honor for me to be witness to these other people being able to transform their lives. It's really, really special. Um, and yeah, so that's what I do now. I work with women all over the world and COVID has been fantastic for like, well, not fantastic. Okay. Let me take that back. It is for
0: your business, we all, though.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, and, and we all know how to use Zoom. We're so used to that. And yeah. like, that's not a barrier anymore. I think that a number of years ago, it could have been a barrier. Oh, for so sure. So we're all much more connected than we recognize. So, um, yeah, that is the work that I do. And um, I have a number of you know, ways that I help people. I, I, I love to work with individuals on a one-on-one basis because then we can figure out exactly what it is for her that mm-hmm. is keeping that habit alive, keeping that going yeah. and making that so tough. Yeah.
0: What, um, so from when you started your process of kind of like learning to trust yourself again, to when you got to be where you are today, when, what was that? How long was that from that point to where you started coaching? So from, I guess, where you got to be, where you were happy, and then when did you start coaching?
1: Mm. That's a great question. Um, I would say it it was a number of years before Mm. I started coaching and doing this work. Um, Yeah, I really reframed I changed my relationship entirely with alcohol in 2017 and I started coaching. Um, I I started my business last year.
0: Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you just got to start like, and at COVID too, a lot of people were probably drinking way more than they normally would have had not been because they weren't working. No one was going anywhere. So that probably was a good time to even start it.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, actually, um, there are all sorts of studies that show that, that we, People typically do turn to alcohol in times of stress. If you look after 9-11, if you look after Katrina, you know, you see the spikes in alcohol usage. Now, COVID was specifically, I mean, because of the length of it, because of a lot of different vectors, but American women are reporting 41% more heavy drinking days versus pre-pandemic. So yeah. Yeah. What I would like to say to your listeners is if this is you, you are not alone at all.
0: (laughs) Yeah, not at all. I feel like Mm -hmm. more the more people you talk to are probably feeling the same way, especially Mm -hmm. if they weren't having their job every day still. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, and I think that there are a lot of messages um, out there about you know, homeschool, the stress of homeschooling, the stress of being at home, the stress of not being able to go out and just having our lives upended so quickly. That's never Mm -hmm. happened like that before. And, you know, that is a lot of stress. So that's actually one of the things, one of the key things that I do with my clients is, yeah, we talk about drinking less, but, you know, I like to go at the, at a level deeper and start to figure out what's causing the stress and like address address it at that level Mm -hmm. and that that's a much more sustainable fix i would say or solution
0: right because if that is the reason if the stress is the reason then if you're fixing the stress you'll be less likely maybe to want to drink as much the whole do you have
1: house of cards crumbles basically yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> stress is a big killer so
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: what like if my someone in my audience or my listener wanted to know like they're kind of not sure what to do like what what is like maybe tips or some advice to get started
1: yeah yeah thanks for asking that yeah i have a craving hack meditation that i that i offer to anybody so i would recommend uh, downloading that, keeping that on your phone, utilizing that. I think that one of the, one of the reasons that I think that that is so, so effective, it worked so well for me is that every single time you allow an urge rather than giving into it, that's unwinding the habit. And the reason that that was important for me is that every single, reason, every single time counts. It can either make the habit stronger or it can unwind the habit. Mm-hmm. It's so easy when you're in that moment to give in to oh I'll just start again tomorrow right or yeah. Monday or whatever we're like pushing everything off but every single one of those little decisions makes a difference
0: yeah because the more and more you do it the harder it's going to be to stop mm-hmm. and Especially, no judgment like, no that, of course that, not that can be yeah. the
1: same with biting your fingernails
0: right or eating dessert all the time or oh
1: totally totally yeah. and, and, the, and I'm glad you brought that up because. Um, actually a lot of times people will give something up and then they'll pick something else up. Yeah. So it's like a game of whack-a-mole. And so that's another
0: thing that, which is the lesser of the two evils.
1: Right, right, right. And so again, what I, what I do with my clients is recognizing that why we're doing that is avoiding our negative emotions. And so when we can increase our tolerance to Mm -hmm. negative emotions then the game of whack-a-mole kind of goes away.
0: Yeah. I like that. I didn't, you don't really think about that, that so many different things could be the pattern of why you do something. It's all negative emotions.
1: Mm-hmm. It's avoidance of that. And I mean, our, we are getting those messages everywhere in our society. Here, you feel bad? Have a cupcake. Had a bad day? Have a drink. da da or, or, you know, we're scrolling on our
0: phones yeah. or we're... I mean, here's a present or here's something to buy or whatever. Totally. Totally. And it's, yeah. And it's hard because it's like, it feels great in that moment, Mm -hmm. but then two hours later, a day later, it ends up most of the time not being good for you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We create all these habits, you know, these secondary habits in order to avoid feeling negative emotions and, You know, if you just look at Squared in the face. I'll start that over again. (laughs) So if we create all these negative habits in order to avoid feeling negative emotions and, you know, nobody wants to hear this because it's not like having a bathtub or, you know, having a bubble bath or something. but, But the more we can become comfortable with our emotions, all of them, the whole breadth of them. Mm-hmm. I mean think about it, there's nothing you can't do. right? There's nothing that you're not unwilling to do. So um, I' was
0: gonna ask you something and I can't remember, but <laughs> So where can so what are like you were started to talk about a little while ago about some of your like the things you do with clients. you have the one-on-one coaching. What else do you do? Like if my, if my listeners maybe don't want a coaching, but they want maybe something else.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I do have an online course. It's a drink less quick. I mean, um, it's an online course. Let me, let me think about the name. (laughs) Let's edit that one out. Um, I do have an online course. It is called my, um, drink less quick start. And so, it's basically everything that you need to get started in this area. Um, so it's obviously online, so it can be at your time. Um, videos and worksheets and all that kind of stuff. But all the all the fundamental tools are there to get you started. Okay, it's very and I, cool. And I do offer with that a one-on-one session with me, just just one, just so that I can answer any questions, so that I can, you know, kind of help you with any sort of hiccups that you've got and i will say that i priced it very specifically 1566 because that is the price of an average or sorry the average price of a bottle of red wine
0: so so i see your red wine drinker then uh, yes. you <laughs> i'm a white or a pink but okay okay <laughs> uh-huh. no but i love that um and I think that's so cool. And it's it's like it's nice because it's not so expensive. So really anyone, how about instead of that one bottle of wine, you take this class, like
1: right, right and get to even have a
0: session with you. Yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah. pretty like it's pretty amazing. So thank you. Yeah. Um, we're yeah. gonna play a little game. Okay. And it's just about, it's five questions, uh rapid fire about you. Okay. So actually it's funny that this is the first question, but drink of choice. It can be alcohol or not.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 I love coffee. <laughs> Me too. I have One caffeinated and then two decaf every day.
0: All right. Um, favorite movie or TV show or both? Oh, I'm
1: loving. Um, oh gosh. How funny. The coffee thing's coming up again. Um, having coffee with comedians in cars or whatever the Jerry Seinfeld one is right now.
0: Okay. It's Where's really that funny. on?
1: It's on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. They have a lot of good
0: stuff right now. Netflix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, by uh, words of advice for your younger self.
1: Mm. That's a good one that don't sweat the small stuff. Doesn't really, you know, it all works out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, think, I think there's a great phrase about, you know, is this going to matter in five years or you know, like five it, I th-
0: yeah, five is it five hours, five days, five months? Mm-hmm. Or is it just five days, five months, five years? I can't remember, but yeah. either works.
1: Just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Just looking at the big picture, and and yeah, don't sweat the small stuff.
0: And then five
1: words to describe yourself. I am a problem solver. I am stubborn. <laughs> Maybe rebellious, I guess. That could be a good thing. (laughs) Um, I am. I do. I'm very compassionate in terms of other people. Um, Learning to turn that compassion on myself was definitely. Yeah. It's so interesting how that's hard. That's so crazy. And it's, you know, I mean, everybody I talk to anyway, that's, that's the same thing. Okay. So what are, was that for? I think um, so. Yeah. To describe me. Um, oh, this is tough.
0: If you don't have any so. more, that's okay too. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. They were all really good ones. Um, and the last one is, Was success mean to you?
1: Success. I, you know, I think it kind of ties back to what I was talking about before being able to play a part in watching these women transform their lives. I mean, it is so amazing. It is so amazing. And and by the time, I mean, by the time somebody goes to a coach, they've already tried a bunch of things before. Right. You know, and so they really have she's really beaten herself up quite a bit in order to get to that stage. Yeah. And being able to hold space for her, being able to really understand where she is for the. I mean, for so many people, that's the first time they've talked about this with anybody. And I can't tell you how many times I hear, Oh, I'm so glad I can finally like say these words out loud. Yeah. And yeah. So I think that I measure my success by being able to offer that to other people.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's really special. And It is something that like being able to help other people or get someone like for me, it's like when someone can share their story, maybe they're afraid Mm -hmm. to have a voice and they finally can. And like, it's things like that. Like if I can help one person, that's success. Yeah. 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 So I agree. Um, And where can we find you?
1: com, And that's my handle on both Facebook and Instagram. Um, I do have that craving hack that they can download. I'll give you that link so you can include that um, right. as well as that online course. So a um, bunch of different ways to reach out. There's also a, um, there's a page on my site that's all just free resources. So there's some videos in there. There's some blogs. There are a bunch of different things. So I want to make this access- as accessible as possible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've always keeping things fresh <laughs> in there and including stuff as much as I can.
0: All right. Well, that was another episode of Hey Alexa. Thank you so much for coming on today and talking with us. I really enjoyed getting to hear your story and the advice you gave. Thank you, Alexa. I really appreciate it. Of course. And this was another episode. I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>